Hello, and welcome to Midweek in the Word podcast, brought to you by Faith Bible in Lincoln, Nebraska. Every week, we strive to become better readers, hearers, and doers of God's Word. Look for us every Wednesday where you stream your podcasts. Here's our host, Faith Bible's Adult Ministries pastor, Brad Myers. Well, welcome back, listeners, and uh, thanks for joining us here on Midweek in the Word for another episode. Uh, We're so thankful you're along for the ride and that you've joined us over the course of this year as we've been moving through our series talking about bearing witness, how all of the Old Testament points to Christ. Uh, Well, this week, we actually are going to step away from that series. We're not going to talk about uh, another Old Testament book um, because we've got a special Uh, A special episode here for you this week. We've also got a special new voice here on the podcast joining me today. Today, I'm joined by Jennifer Huber, FBC's communications director, on for the first time uh, on staff for now. How long, Jennifer? December 6th was my first day. There you go. So three, four months at this point. I'll let you do the math. (laughs) There we go. Uh, Well, welcome, Jennifer, to the podcast. Thanks for taking the time. Yeah. No, it's good to be here. Good. I've never been on a podcast, so I'm pretty excited. Well, you know, it's a new new thing for a lot of people when they step on here for the first time, but hopefully it won't feel too awkward. It'll feel just like a conversation. Listeners, I'm, I'm hoping you get a chance to hear a little bit from Jennifer about her story, about her heart, how she ended up in a role at communi- as a, the communications director here at Faith Bible Church. Uh, but before we get to that, before I actually go down that road, I just want to mention this last Sunday, Tom continued his sermon series, Is He Enough? in Hebrews. He kicked off chapter 12. We talked about the first few verses there where the author called us again to endurance and holiness coming off of the Hall of Faith from Hebrews 11. If you missed that message, let me just remind you, you can find all of those messages on our website, faithbiblelincoln.org. You hit that media button and go down to the sermons button. You can find any of those old sermons. You can also follow our sermons feed podcast by searching for Faith Bible Church, Lincoln, Nebraska, wherever you get your podcast. It's got the black background and the white letters. Find that. You can catch up on any of the messages you may have missed, whether they were Tom in the pulpit or somebody else was preaching that we can catch up on our Is He Enough sermon series from Hebrews. Um, But that's it for last week's review. As I mentioned, Jennifer is with me here today, and I want to give you the chance to get to know her just a little bit. You've obviously heard a lot of what she's written, uh, what she has prepared as the communications director that will go to the body, but I want you to actually get the chance to get to know her. Um, So you know that we like to ask a few of the same questions whenever we invite somebody here to talk about their ministry. Uh, So we're going to start off with these same questions that we always ask everybody here. Jennifer, starting with, what is your one-minute testimony? I saw this. You only give me one minute. No I one, I, do I don't it. think, has been successful at <laughs> only taking one minute, though I, I do that say one like minute. That sounds like a challenge. Good luck. <laughs> no, this is a great question. Um, I was fortunate to grow up in a Christian home, and so the gospel was not something new to me. I grew up hearing about Jesus, and I vividly remember when I was eight years old. Um, I'm from this area, and in Omaha, every Christmas, there's a church there that would do a Christmas pageant. Hmm. And um, they were beautiful pageants. And at the end, um, one of the pastors, I'm assuming, from the staff would come out and present the gospel. And I can still remember to this day, I was sitting, I think we had pretty good seats. We were right in the front row. So, you know, he was definitely speaking to me, I felt like. But I was eight years old and uh, my family had gone and he came out and gave the gospel message. And I just remember my Mm. little eight-year-old heart goes, that's me. Like, I'm sinful. Like, there's... I'm never going to be good enough. Mm-hmm. And so he did the quote-unquote sinner's prayer, and I remember I remember asking Jesus to be my Savior then. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, just continually growing in the faith. I, you know, 12 years old, you start going to camps and you have all those huh. rededication yep. moments. <laughs> yep, and, yep. and uh, But I'm confident that that night when I was eight years old is when I truly understood the gospel. Um, and then subsequently have just grown in my faith since. Mm. Very good. It's always it's always good to hear. I know for different people that have been uh, excited about different ministries. Obviously, Christmas pageants aren't as much of a thing today mm-hmm. as they were uh, right. back then. But it's amazing how God works through kind of whatever is going yeah. on at the time to bring yeah. the gospel to bear in the lives of people. Yeah. Uh, even an eight year old sitting yeah. there, I, and that maybe that pastor doesn't even know at this point that that was the case. No, I um, can still see him standing there. That is awesome. Yeah, what a good story. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then obviously there's a little bit of history between twelve year old you going mm-hmm. to camps and things like that, mm-hmm. and where you are now. How did you end up on staff at Faith? Uh, what's your current role here? Yeah, so my official title is communications director, and it's a very well, you can say interesting, but obviously God ordained story. Mm. Um, I have been a stay-at-home mom ever since our son Isaiah was born. So mm. the last eight, almost nine years, I have been full-time mom. Mm. Stay home. I haven't I haven't worked in a go-to nine-to-five job, so to speak. And so um, I had, I think a couple months ago, saw that Faith was looking for a communications director. And for those that don't know, I actually served partly as communications 10 years ago at Faith. So this is my second time on staff, uh, the first time I was here, and uh, I met my husband shortly after that, and so I was ready to move on to that next chapter of life and get married. So it's kind of fascinating. My last job was here at Faith, and coming back into the workforce, I'm back at Faith. But I did not apply for the job because I thought, oh, I can't give, you know, the long hours, or I just wasn't sure. I was feeling a little hesitant to get back into the to the workforce, so to speak. And uh, Greg was a big uh, proponent of that. And we had lots of really great conversations. And uh, it was one of those things where you can tell the Lord was pursuing because I would say no, and then I would say yes in my head, and then my heart <laughs> would want to want to be a part of the ministry, and then I would, my flesh would say no. And then mm. so finally here I am, which is wonderful. I, I truly love being back on staff. I mm. love working with everyone. And uh, so that's, that's kind of how I ended up back here again. But um, I'm loving it. Yeah. Try as you might. You can't get away from us. You can't. <laughs> I'm telling you, if the Lord wants you, he will find you. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's very true. And we've been blessed by your even brief tenure, four or five months yes. now here at Faith yes. Bible Church. It's been a really godsend. Yeah. Um, listeners, I don't know what that means for you if you're sitting there and there's something you're waffling on that way. A uh, little exhortation here. Uh, it's easier mm-hmm. if you just obey right away. <laughs> right yeah. away. Yeah. Right. Instead of digging things out of the trash numerous times, <laughs> tearing up job descriptions. Well, and... <laughs> that's it. That's it. Every time. But we all have to learn our lessons in our own we time. We do. We do. I've, some of us are slower than others. Yeah. <laughs> All right, finally, last question on the personal front. What What is a favorite verse of yours and why? Yeah, this is a good one. This this one actually hangs in my son's room, and it's um, Joshua 1.9. It says, mm. have, I command, have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened. Do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Mm. Um, as someone who needs that constant reminder that I am not alone, this yeah. is a good one to cling to. Um, as you know, this is when... Um, Mo- the Lord had called Joshua, commanded him in place of Moses, and he said, I will go before you wherever you go. I've put your feet there. And so when I'm personally in a situation or struggling, I remember the Lord has planned our steps. He's gone before. And um, not only that, to walk in his word. I think he told yeah. jo- Joshua, don't turn left, don't turn right, but yep. keep straight. Yep. 
And uh, it's easy to look over your shoulder, as Tom said on Sunday, but the hard part is staying staying focused forward. Um, so that's my favorite verse. Mm. When I'm feeling overwhelmed or scared, be strong and courageous. Mm. I'm with you. So that's that's one that I cling to dearly all the time. Mm. And listeners, obviously, if you've been with us the last few weeks, you know we just covered Joshua and talked about that verse here on the podcast. I love that that is a theme that beats its, a drum that beats all the way through Scripture, right? We can have courage because God is with us. You know, Moses gets that command. Joshua gets that mm-hmm. command. Christ reissues that command yep. right before he returns to heaven uh, with the Great Commission. Um, good encouragement to all of us. Mm-hmm. Okay, now let's transition a bit from the personal uh, to a bit more professional here. Obviously, communications, it would be hard-pressed to be more visible, um, though probably you're not on stage a lot. I don't know that most of our listeners would know what you look like, um, but I would wager our listeners don't actually know a whole lot about what goes into communications at a church of our size. Mm-hmm. Um, so what does communications refer to? What all are we talking about there? Yeah, that's a great question. So I've tried to summarize it in a way of to help you understand all that I do, so to speak, or, or am involved in. I summarize it this way. Whatever you see, hear, and read, mm. I've more than likely that has come across my desk. Mm. Um, you know, the elders are the one that may write vision statements and have all the doctrine, but I would be on the side of making the document look nice or making it able to be read um, for the the body at large, so Mm -hmm. to speak, Um, websites, branding. If you don't know what branding is, it's just making sure that our logo stays consistent and everything coming out looks professional. Um, Events, vision, casting that, um, like I said, might come from Mm -hmm. the leadership and the elders. Um, My job is to basically take what I hear and try to put it into terms that people will see about or mm. see it, hear it, know that it's, hap- know that it's happening. Um, whether we know it or not, we're, we're being communicated with every second of the day, no matter mm. where we are, whether that be when you're out there at the supermarket, everything is yeah. communicating a message. Yeah. And so a lot of my umbrella of what I do is, is try to make all the ministries at Faith um, tangible, attainable, so people can see what's going on. Uh, I could go on and on. It's just a, it's a big list. <laughs> yes, that's not a hard task at all. <laughs> no, not at all, not at all. In a world where people are inundated with messaging and they're constantly having yes. things come at them yes. um, in a ministry the size of ours with mm-hmm. as many things going on mm-hmm. as it is, that is a, yes. a daunting task. Yes. Boy, am I glad you do that instead of me. <laughs> Okay, so then as you as you think through communications, as as you mm-hmm. kind of frame that up, what what are what are some priorities for this ministry? And mm-hmm. and we always want to be asking like, how does the word inform that? I know mm-hmm. people may think, okay, well, how does that work? Like this right. marketing and branding, the world does all those things, mm-hmm. but how do we do those things from a biblical lens? What are the priorities yeah. in the scriptures that inform your your role? Yeah, that that's a great question. I, for me, everything I filter through that I do really can be summed up. In my office, if you uh, come by and say hi anytime, I'm, I have chocolate always, right, Assuming Brad? you're in the same office yeah, that you, you that know is true. That is true. I like to shake things up. Um, is I have these, the word go, and mm. it's in um, the, the design of the word go, the background is the world. And mm. I look at that because when I think of the Great Commission, Jesus said go, tell, mm. And so from a communication standpoint, I take it very serious that what I am communicating is always coming back to 
the gospel, making disciples. And you can say, okay, Jen, but how does branding and a website do that? Mm -hmm. I'm always filtering it through the lens, will this help or aid people to the saving grace of Jesus? And so... You know, will at the end of the day, will the way a website or a pamphlet or a brochure lead people to Jesus? Probably not. Right. But I hope to get out of the way enough to relay the message in a way that people can see and hear and read. Um, so I'm always going back to that Great Commission when I'm looking at things. Is is this culturally catchy, mm-hmm. or is it going to further the gospel? Mm. Yeah, it, the enduring message of the gospel that is supracultural, that is across cultures, across mm-hmm. contexts, it isn't about our local fads and communication right. means and methods. Right. You know, it's not about marketing. It's not about any of those things. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with any mm-hmm. of those things in and of themselves. Right. Um, I love that priority because it is so easy to chase the latest trends in communication. Yeah. It's so easy to chase the latest trends in ministry, thinking that somehow those means and methods are truly what moves people. When we know that it's the Spirit and it's the Word and it's Him affecting the lives of people. Absolutely. And us getting out of the way, but trying to do that as clearly as we possibly can. Yeah. Great priority. Good. All right. Now let's shift gears here just a smidge from from kind of what is communications to to then how how do people help? How do people understand? How do people get involved? Starting with what what is a significant challenge you face Mm -hmm. in this area? What, What makes it hard? Yeah, I would say with any position, there's there's challenges. Um, one of my jobs is to sit and hear there might be a new ministry idea or there might be a new plan coming down the pipeline, so to speak. And, and my job is to not sit there and hear, okay, how would I, how can I make this look great? How can I make this look appealing? But to sit there and hear the heart of why the ministry changed yeah. Hear, hear the theology behind it. And um, so a lot of times it's the hard part is sitting and listening and, and taking someone's idea and making it understandable across multi-generations. Mm. So a lot of the things that I communicate aren't necessarily burst off of my desk. It's, it's pastors coming to me with ministry requests and um, you know, Jen in the children's ministry area, she's got VBS coming down. So looking at it and saying, okay, what is her vision for VBS? Not mine, yeah, not my yeah. ideas, but how do I make what she's been charged with a reality? Um, and a lot of it too is when it comes to communication, we all miscommunicate daily, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Everybody <laughs> else does. Right, I like. right. And when we think we've communicated the best, we will have always probably missed mm. some facet of that process. And so, you know, there can be challenges. Elders might sit together and and they understand what's going on. They understand the vision of the church. Mm. They understand their mission. And so then taking that piece and relaying it to me to then relay to multi-generations, the hard part sometimes is, when you work with something from the beginning, you know all the ins and outs, and you just kind of assume that when you took and communicated that to me, that then I get to my step and a whole step has been missed. So yeah. it's easy to overlook because if you're in the formation or the birth of an idea, um, that's not always conveyed to yeah. the next step. And so there are some challenges working across ministries and mm-hmm. leadership teams and making sure the vision is is truly 
what do I want to say, truly uh, presented in a way that everyone understands. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so that can be challenging. And then, of course, just some of the obvious is we, we live in a diverse tech <laughs> culture right I, now. Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> just yeah. a bit. So you have... You know, someone who can understand Instagram and Twitter and others go, I don't even, what's a tweet, you know? And so trying to figure out not to leave certain groups of people behind, right? Like a younger generation may not be as into the printed word, actually a long paragraph, whereas a certain aspect of people are. And so there is some challenges right now. It's not a one-size-fits-all communication world right now. Mm-hmm. So trying to figure out how to reach everyone with the same message consistently. It, it really is in many ways like the world's worst game of telephone, right? Yes, that we all played totally. as kids, right? Because mm-hmm. you're trying to hear messages from multiple sources, mm-hmm. pull it all together, make it make sense, convey it to people that are all hearing it in very different life stages. And, right. you know, we're blessed with a very diverse church, especially as it comes to like age stage. Mm -hmm. And that's challenging because Mm -hmm. not everybody hears the same words the same way. They don't hear the same messages the same way. They interact with things in different ways. I'm sure that's a constant challenge. Yeah. So I'm always taking into consideration, not just how I would want to receive information, but how this generation wants to receive it and how this generation wants to receive it. And again, always going back to that filter. How, how does this reflect on the gospel? Mm. Very good. Okay, flipping the coin to the opposite side then, what is something that is a high point, something that you uniquely get to see as the communications director that's a joy in ministry? Yeah, and I, this is a great question. It made me have to stop and think about that because mm. we can get so caught up in the day-to-day tasks that we stop. We don't take the time, or we, I should yeah, say, yeah. I don't take the time to reflect on the good things that have happened. and. Yeah. Um, I would say a high point is when you've sat down with a ministry and you've mapped out a communication plan and, okay, we need, you know, we need to advertise this here and, again, putting it through that filter of why we're doing that event Mm -hmm. while we're doing this ministry Um, and then seeing when the event comes around and at first you're thinking, I don't know, guys, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe this didn't work. Maybe this didn't work. And then you get to the event or the ministry – I, whatever terms you want to use, the, the ministry or, engagement, yeah. activity, and you see people and you see them fellowshipping, you seeing mm. that, you see the gospel being poured into them, encouragement, mm. and you go, this did work. And we did, we did, I'm not big on numbers versus who's ever there mm-hmm. is who needed to hear a, a certain message yep. Yep. or what have you, but, um, when you see something successfully pulled off and and people encouraged, yeah. to me that's a high point when when the word gets out yep. and it looks to be successful. Yeah, so. yeah, it's it's cool that way. And then you hear back people saying mm-hmm. those sort of things. You get to hear yeah. those stories yep. and tremendous amount of joy there. Um, lastly, uh, what what is one way that people in our church um, can be praying for you? Can be praying for this area of ministry? Uh, specifically? How, how mm-hmm. can they be joining in the ministry? Yeah. I would say just as overall being a part of the staff, that collectively we stay mission-minded, that mm-hmm. we stay on task, that we don't get pulled into the world. I mean, it's, o- it's okay to be on Instagram and mm-hmm. to be on the social networks, but to make sure we don't just follow the cultural norm, that mm-hmm. that we stay 
relevant to the word. Um, yeah. It's easy to want to be flashy, yep. but to, to always come back to, but I think, is it Paul that says not everything is, everything mm. is permissible, but not, not everything, everything is, is profitable. beneficial. Mm. And so yeah. really staying to, to that core. Um, but yeah, just praying that, you know, there's a lot coming down to be communicated <laughs> right now. There's, there's just a few things happening at Faith Bible yeah, Church. Yeah, one or two. Mm, <laughs> so or two. making sure you know, that we are reaching everybody and everyone is feeling that they know what's going on, mm. that they feel that they're a part of the bigger picture. Yeah, it it really is true. And I, I, I would I would amend that, you know, uh, listeners, uh, you know what all is coming at Faith Bible with succession planning and interim preaching and where the church is going and Easter and I mean, so many things that are coming up in ministries and the church at large, how many things there are that need to be communicated. We're well aware of the fact that most people have a bandwidth that they can, how much they can consume at one time, how much they can understand. Yes. Uh, when when you think of it, do be praying for Jennifer especially, but the leadership in general. Um, as we try and communicate things, as we try to make it clear to people, as we try to help you understand, um, it is an ongoing challenge, um, but one that we would definitely benefit from additional prayer um, on, and we would welcome that on your part as well. Um, well, listeners, that's that's kind of it for our discussion for today. I. I do hope you've enjoyed getting the chance to hear from Jennifer on this subject, uh, hear a little bit more about communication. Like Again, odds are you weren't aware of everything that goes on at Faith Bible Church, of our Instagram account, our Facebook account, Mm -hmm. all the things that go into Mm -hmm. communications at Faith Bible Church. Um, But we hope this has been an encouragement as you've gotten to hear Jennifer's heart a bit, gotten to hear how her ministry is led by the Word and by her conviction to see the gospel going forward into this world. Uh, Any final thoughts, things we missed or things you'd like to leave our listeners with on this discussion, Jennifer? Yeah, no, this has been really fun. Thanks for having me. It's been nice to talk about what all goes on (laughs) that you may not communicate on a day-to-day basis. So um, as always, part of communication for me is also hearing from people, hearing what Mm -hmm. they're seeing, hearing what they're, you know, what's what's benefiting them. And so you can always email me, stop me on a Sunday. um, And I would would love to have conversations. I know some Mm -hmm. people have come up to me and say, hey, I really miss... XYZ, whatever thing that they were missing seeing. And so that's great. I want to hear that. So I am open to hearing your communication thoughts. And so yeah. always, always feel free to approach me um, and uh, we can have a great conversation. Yep. Can't do everything, but we would love to hear from you. Exactly. Exactly. That's how it works. Well, thank you, Jennifer, for taking the time yeah. to join us here. And thank you, listeners, for taking the time to listen. Uh, let me just remind you that this coming Sunday, uh, what's coming, uh, Hebrews 12. Tom's going to be wrapping up the rest of Hebrews 12 as he as we see a highlight of the transcendence of God, the unshakable nature of his kingdom, and how that should inspire awe and worship in us. I really think that'll be an encouraging message from Hebrews 12. And we'd encourage you to join us at either our 9 o'clock or 10.30 service. I also want to put a bug in your ear as we begin looking forward to the Easter season and everything going on there. April 17th is Easter this year. Easter is coming up. We'd love to have you join us for our service at either 9 o'clock or 10.30. We also have a Good Friday service at 6.30 the night before, or on Friday before that Easter service. So put it on your calendar, plan to be there. We would love to see you for both of those. And thanks for taking the time to tune in this week. If it's been helpful to you, remember you can always share it, rate it, or comment on it to help other people find it. And we hope you join us next week as we step back into our Bearing Witness series, and we will be talking with Pastor Tom about the books of First and Second Samuel on Midweek in the Word. 
Thanks for taking time to join us for Midweek in the Word. To hear previous podcast episodes, be sure to follow, like, and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. To learn more about Faith Bible Church, please visit our website at www.faithbiblelincoln.org. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Faith Bible Lincoln or tweet us at FBC Lincoln. And now we leave you with these encouraging words from Hebrews 12. Let us lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith.